Hey, this is Dino, and I'm the pastor of Revolution Church. Thank you for downloading this podcast. We hope this message is encouraging to you and will help you to discover God's unchanging love. For more information, visit our website at therevolutionchurch.com. Enjoy the message. We hope you're building your life with the Holy Spirit. You're building your life on the Word of God, and that's what we're doing here at Revolution. We're so grateful for what God is doing in your life, so grateful for what God is doing in our lives, and we just know that today is going to be a great day, and God is going to do some more building in Jesus' name. We've got something special going on here today, uh, Jeannie and I doing this together. We just felt like uh, this, is, this is what God wanted for us today as we're continuing and this series, Ghost Stories. You know, we wanted to uh, extend. We're just feeling like the Lord is leading us a little bit more to go a little bit further in this series. We don't normally like to go four or five weeks, but we just feel like God is doing something special with this series, teaching us how we can build our life in the Holy Spirit, building our life in the Word of God. And you know, last a couple weeks ago, I talked about the analogy of a, a dead leaf, right? on the sidewalk while we were walking and the wind hitting that dead leaf. And when the wind hit that dead leaf, the spinning and the gyrations that that leaf did were amazing. And so it's, it's a picture of what happens with our lives. Our lives can be dead. Our lives can be in a cul-de-sac going nowhere. And when the wind of the Holy Spirit hits us, it's amazing how things happen, how things change, being in situations that you never thought you would be in, being in the right place at the right time, doors opening for you. We just believe that this is what this series is doing for all of us. This wind is hitting us. And, and you know, we've been saying all along, Jeannie, right, that we were supposed to have the advantage. Jesus was very clear when he said that the Holy Spirit would come to give us the advantage. Friends, if you aren't walking in the advantage of the Holy Spirit, then I pray that you begin taking advantage of it um, and, and listen to these services. Go back and listen to the teachings about how the Holy Spirit can come in our lives on a daily basis so that we can have the advantage. And, you know, I'll tell you what, especially for right now, we live in serious times, you know, um, this is not a time for the faint of heart. This is a time when all of us are faced with tons of decisions. The vaccination mandates that are happening all around. I'm not, we're not pro-vaccine and we're not anti-vaccine, but we are uh, you following what the Spirit of God is saying to you, right, about it. And so a lot of us are dealing with decisions. Some of us, uh, some people that we know, even our own circle, are not are unable to work at their current work environment because of the mandate. And so they have major decisions that they are faced with. How much more so right now do we need the Holy Spirit to lead us, Jeannie? We need the Holy Spirit in our life. We need to know we should turn left or we should turn right. And the Holy Spirit is there to help guide us in this serious time. So, and we said this in Romans 8, 14, and 15. I want to read the scripture to you before uh, we get on to what we're going to be actually talking about today. I'm actually really excited about what we're talking about today, not only because Jeannie's doing it with me, but this topic. I love the topic that we're going to be covering today. But let's read the scripture. Open your Bibles to Romans 8, and let's read uh, verse 14 one more time. We read it a couple weeks ago. I want to read it again today. All right. And notice what it says. It says, for as many 
as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. The scripture tells us that we can be led by the Holy Spirit. We can make our decisions in life based on the Holy Spirit's leading. I love this. And, the, and we talked about that phrase, sons of God. We talked about how some scholars, historians believe that that was in reference to, because the law first mentioned, to the sons of God in Genesis when it talked about uh, uh, superior beings being on the earth. And I find it so interesting, once again, that the Apostle Paul uses this term, sons of God, right here. And, and I really believe what he was connecting with us here is that as we're led by the Spirit, or as the Holy Spirit comes on our life, there are supernatural things that we can do, superior things that we can do. It's connected to what Jesus said when he said that we would have the advantage. I'm telling you, God wants us to have the advantage here in life, okay? And if you're not participating, if you don't feel like you have the upper hand, if you feel like you don't have the advantage, friends, I'm telling you, come on, pay attention today especially because I believe you're going to really get a lot out of today's teaching. We're going to call today's teaching Holy Spirit 24-7. Holy Spirit 24-7. Why? Because you and I can take the Holy Spirit with us 24 7. We have to. Don't you know that? We have the ability to live in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in us. We're going to read some scriptures. Holy Spirit 24 7 with our daily decisions. I'm telling you, you're going to love today's teaching. So come on, I want you to lock and load with me. We're going to have a word of prayer before we actually dive right into this. Holy Spirit 24 7. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you for the opportunity to share the Word of God. We thank you, Father, for the privilege of, of being able to do this, for the freedom to be able to do this. And, and Father, I just pray that you use Jeannie and I here today to help those who are watching, those who are contemplating uh, major, major decisions. Lord, that you would use us today to bring comfort, to bring peace, clarification, and even, Lord God, direction. We thank you for today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Holy Spirit 24-7. When I say that to you, Holy Spirit 24-7, how does that hit you? You know, this used to be so overwhelming to me because I thought, just like the scripture that says pray continually. Are you serious? No one can do this. <laughs> like, we can't pray continually. We can't take the Holy Spirit with us 24-7. It was overwhelming to me. And um, I thought it was so interesting as I started to learn a little bit more about this. It doesn't mean every second of the day you're praying. It just means acknowledge him in all your ways. Acknowledge him at every juncture. If you wake up in the middle of the night, acknowledge the Holy Spirit. Ask him, what am I doing awake? What's going on right now? What do you need me for? And I just, I think that is so much a part of the believer's life, but we don't give the Holy Spirit enough credit for the leading that he does do. Um, 24-7. And one of the reasons why I really wanted Jeannie to do this with me is because um, I, there are a few people that I know personally this well, uh, and I better know her well because we've been married for 21 years, um, how she'll bring Jesus or the Holy Spirit into her, her daily activities. 
I hear her talking to Jesus. She's looking at a contract. Jesus, help me understand this. Or, or she's got to buy something. Jesus, help me to pick the right thing. Some of you guys may not need to do that. Um, I need to do that. Oh, okay. So and, and there here, we are. And here's the deal. She doesn't do it in this like super spiritual way. Like, ooh, <laughs> like you're so heavenly minded. You're no earthly good. It's a very natural process. It's a 24-7 process. I think Sherry Gabor, you and I talked about this as well, too. You know, I know you're watching. We talked about 24-7, the Holy Spirit being with us and for those for those daily decisions. And and I watched Jeannie uh, just through the years, just say, simple, just as that. Hey, Holy Spirit, what do I do here? Jesus, help me find this thing. Jesus, I have an important decision to make with my children right now, Jesus. Would you help me to make that decision? All right. That's and so the key is like keeping that childlike heart. When we don't see ourselves as capable or able in and of ourselves, that's when God comes through and just shines so brightly. He's just looking for us to yield our decision, yield our mind, just acknowledge him. Yeah. It's amazing. So the scripture I want us to read is, is uh, in 1 John 2.27. I want you to go there. I want you to see this because I always have to give you the scriptural foundation for this. Now, you talked about praying without ceasing, and I'm so glad you said that because I think Whenever, Doesn't that seem exhausting? Like, what? There's I'm a religious, never going to do this right. There's a religious connection right? to that. Like, oh, i got to pray, i got to pray, i got to pray. No, it's not like that. It really isn't. The Holy Spirit's with us. He is in us. So it's not about being so stressed out. Did I pray? Did I not pray? Did I not pray? Did I not pray? It's not that at all. Jesus didn't come to put that kind of stress on us, all right? And so I want to read this here. 1 John 2, 27. It says this, but you have received the Holy Spirit. And he lives within you. Aren't you guys glad for that? The Holy Spirit lives inside of you. So, and you don't need anyone to teach what? you what is true. What does this mean? You don't need anyone to teach you. I'll, I'll explain that in a second. For the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know. And what he teaches is true. I'm so thankful the Holy Spirit teaches the truth. All right. And what he teaches is true. It's not a lie. So just as he has taught you, Remain in fellowship with Christ. Okay, so what does this mean? The Holy Spirit, uh, or you don't need anyone to teach you. All right, so. That sounds like pride, doesn't it? I don't need anybody. So this is. I don't need anybody to teach me. Okay, so, so the word teacher can also be the word reveal. All right. In other words, the Holy Spirit, one of his job jobs is to reveal things to us, to be the truth indicator on the inside of us. When you're listening to something, you're in a conversation with somebody, you meet somebody, and something's just off with that person, right? And just the Holy Spirit inside you go, Argh. I want you to be cautious with this person, right? Red light, green light, yellow light, right? I want, there's, there's a yellow light I want you to have with this person. And the Holy Spirit will do that for us on the inside of us. But the Holy Spirit, this word also means to reveal. He will reveal things to you. He will reveal steps. He will reveal decisions. He will reveal um, your next uh, uh, outcome or, or a choice that you should make, a choice that you should be comfortable with. How many of you ever been in a situation like this where you got to make a choice and you're like, you don't know which one you're with? And suddenly, suddenly, right, all of a sudden, uh, the comfort comes inside of you, a peace comes out of you. Oh, I have to go with this person. I'll never forget a situation we we're faced with having to choose between two mortgage brokers, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, both are great, both are talented, both are bringing great things to the table. But 
I needed to know which one for the long term was going to be best for our family. And after a while of just contemplation and praying about it, I just had this peace and this understanding to go with this other person. And it worked out great for us. Well, that's what the scripture is telling us. He will reveal things to you. He will show you things. And listen, in that situation, it wasn't a loud, booming voice. Right. It wasn't that's this part cloud party experience. Yes. And, and, and so... We're going to just, I'm going to roll through these things. We're both going to roll through these because we started to talk about this. We started to realize, wait a minute. I think that people make it more difficult to follow the Holy Spirit than they really think it is. Or we've made it more difficult. Maybe it's because of bad teaching. Maybe it's because of experiences. But actually, it's quite simple. Because when we think about all the examples in the Bible of people who did amazing things, decisions they had to make, You don't see these cloud-parting experiences, these loud, booming voices, right? You don't see this, thus saith the Lord, every single time. Decisions were made, and they didn't even realize in their decisions that they were being led by the Spirit. And I wonder, Jeannie, if we are are being led by the Spirit more than we think. And so, you know, one of the first examples that come to us is, and you talked about Paul and Silas in prison, right? Right. Yeah, we were um, we were just going back and forth on some of the things. Like, okay, so Paul and Silas are sitting in prison. What gave them the idea to start singing? Where did that come from? That's not normal. Nobody else was singing. Right. Like, why? They should have been complaining. They should have been. What gave them that idea? Right. And somehow they had an understanding to sing, and then they acted on that understanding. And I think sometimes we get ideas, and we just disregard them. Yeah, that's good. Instead of acting on them. So, and... Do you know how stupid they probably sounded? <laughs> like, everybody else was probably like, shut up, right? Because, like, nobody's singing right now, guys. Like, this is very serious. Like, and I bet you people around them, like, would prefer that they were praying or doing something more productive, right? It almost seems like such a weird <laughs> assignment, right? Yeah. And, but that was the solution. But I think the thing is, is what put it in their heart? They were led by the Spirit to do that because ultimately, right, their deliverance came right after that, right? If and you so, ask them, though, while they're sitting there, do you think they would have been like, you know what? I'm led by the Spirit right now to hum a little tune. No, they didn't think that. They just followed the inside, the right. knowing on the inside, right. and freedom came. So what about that woman in the Old Testament who lost her son? Remember we talked about this, right? Right? This one's crazy. Okay, so she's got this son that she believed God for, and he dies in her lap. So her first response Hey, mount up the donkeys. I'm going to see the man of God. What? Yeah. No, she needed to freak out. Like, that's what she needed to do. What gave her the understanding, mount up the donkeys, I'm going to see the man of God? What gave her the peace? What gave her the calm? That was the Holy Spirit. You guys. He's I'm, been I'm, with us forever. I am telling you, that is, that is, that's key because in anxious moments and those, in those uh, split decisions and those things that happen kind of suddenly we can yield to the Holy Spirit like that woman did, right? Because the ultimate result was she went and saw a man of God, the man of God came, and he came back to life. Right? What put that idea in her heart, though? Right? And I think that's where we, we, we want to focus this right here. How many times has the Holy Spirit been putting ideas in you and you didn't realize it? How many times has the Holy Spirit been trying to lead you and I yes. and we didn't realize it? Yes. So what, what put in, what was it that that was in Rahab's mind to hide the spies. 
You guys know. You that guys was know. Risky. You, you know the story about that, right? I mean, with Rahab, the prostitute, right? And and the, the two spies go in there, and and they're just scouting out Jericho. Where Can did she get the idea? Think about the conversations, right? So she's like the leader <laughs> of this home, right? So her entire family, they have to be making comments. They're like, what are you doing? Throw these guys out. Let them be killed and we'll all be saved. Like, just get rid of them, right? Like, get them out of here. Right. And she, you know, she wasn't making that decision on her own. Right. You know, she was dealing with voices and other people around her. I mean, put yourself in the story. So we just read it from the top level. Like, oh, Rahab. She just took in the spies. It's not like that. Right. Like she literally jeopardized her entire life, her family, her career, everything, all in one moment. By herself. It doesn't reference, like, oh, her whole family voted on it. Right. It doesn't say that. It wasn't like, like she had a, a small group that said, oh, come on, let's do this together. Right? right? No. No. What put alone. it in her mind? That's amazing. Think about Ruth. What put it in Ruth's mind or what put it in her heart to go glean in that particular field? Right? So... Example after example, what puts it, what, what is that? Where does that come from? And friends, I'm telling you, I believe it's the Holy Spirit. Yes. The Holy Spirit puts these things inside of us. And one of the greatest examples, I think, in the Word of God is, is, is the, the, the Apostle Philip, or the, uh, one of Jesus' followers. Yeah. Disciple, yeah. Um, see, so he, he, the Holy Spirit tells him, I want you to go south. Okay? Well, nobody goes south. No, nothing's in the south. Everything's in the north, right? So, but he obeys. He hears the Holy Spirit say, go south, and he goes south, right? Where's, where's south? South in, in that day was to nothing, all right? And so, right? So he goes south. Imagine what was going on in his mind. I'm pretty sure I need to go south. Like, we just take it like, oh, he just went south. No, he didn't. Inside of him, he had an understanding, and then he fought with himself, and he went south. I'm telling you, that's, that's key. How many times did these biblical people fight with themselves over something that, was, that the Holy Spirit was putting on the right? inside of them? How many times have we fought with ourselves Every over time. things that the Holy Spirit <laughs> has put inside of us? Let me, so, so, so here's Philip, all right? The Holy Spirit tells us to go south. It makes no sense to go south. There's nothing in the south, right? And so suddenly he comes alongside a chariot, right? You guys know that Ethiopian was reading scriptures. And, and this is the part that was awesome. The Holy Spirit never told him to go up to the chariot. But when, as Philip heard the man reading scriptures and he asked, just knew. he just knew again. You don't have, the Bible doesn't say, oh, and the Spirit of God said, now go up to the chariot. Now say this to him. It doesn't say anything like that. Play by play. No, it, it was like just the, the Holy Spirit was working inside of him. And in the moment, he knew exactly what to do. And the, the miraculous part of that whole thing was, was the, the Ethiopian got saved. He went back to that part of Ethiopia. And tradition tells us and history tells us this man went back there and took the gospel to the whole region. All because somebody was led. Mm -hmm. All because somebody who knew that he could hear the yeah. voice of the Holy Spirit. Friends, I'm telling you, I really believe the Holy Spirit speaks to us more yes. than we realize and more than we're willing to give him credit. So... Cultivate it. Holy Spirit 24-7. Come on. Holy Spirit 24-7 today, learning to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and actually probably speaking to us more than we even realize. Look what Jesus said here in John chapter 14, verse 16 to 17. This is so beautiful. It's more confirmation about how the Holy Spirit is inside of us and wants to lead us. All right. Jesus says this, and I'm going to ask the Father. 
And he's going to give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever. The spirit of truth. It's talking about the Holy Spirit. The world can't accept him. You have to understand this. The world doesn't know who the Holy Spirit is. Okay, The Holy Spirit is for God's kids. If you're born again, if you're a child of God, the Holy Spirit's for you. All right, That's why it says here the world can't accept him. Because it neither sees him nor knows him. Watch this. But you know him. For he lives with you and will be in you. This is so beautiful. The Holy Spirit genie is in us. He's with us and he's in us. I mean, this is what the Bible says. So if he's in us, then why wouldn't we believe that he would lead us 24-7? Right. Why wouldn't we believe that those promptings, those ideas, those things that, are, that come from the Lord, why wouldn't we believe that they come from him, right? And so one of the things that, that Gina and I always talk about is, is when people hear about stories like the Holy Spirit being led by the Spirit or the power of God, we think about the big things. Yes. Right. We think about all oh, those major decisions in life, those major business decisions and those major life changing decisions. What if what if what if it was possible that we could listen to the Holy Spirit, be led by the Holy Spirit in the little decisions, right? In the little things in life. Right? I think those are key. I think those are key. If we don't take the time to follow the Holy Spirit every day at the grocery store, everywhere we are then what makes us think that when he tells us the big things that we're going to be confident enough to step out? You know, as you, as you practice something, you become more confident in your ability, right? So as we practice hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit and things working out well, that's when we build our confidence that in the big times when it's, when it's really serious that God's going to come through. So Holy Spirit, 24-7, we are helping my daughter get into college or getting into her dorm and all that good stuff. And, <clears throat> and there was a complication with her computer. And so Apple was shipping her computer to the house. And so we had to make this decision. Do we spend the day helping our daughter get settled, right? Or do we just wrap up real quick and get home to get the computer? Because somebody had to sign for the computer. She wanted her computer because once it came back to her house, then we had to ship it to her, okay? So it was a complicated so situation. So here's the decision. Here, so. Abandon the kid or abandon the computer? <laughs> abandon the kid. Decision. No, 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 no. It was a tough decision. <laughs> so, Because <laughs> she wanted the computer. I'm telling you, Holy Spirit 24-7, guys. So it was, so it was as simple as this. We just, all right, Holy so Spirit. So the first day, the computer, we get a note that the computer cannot be delivered because no one's there to sign. Right. Day one. Right. So we know we got to get back day two because we got to have the computer. Where are they going to put it if right. we can't get back there? Like, what are we going to do? It needed a signature, right? Yes. And so we were, no we were trying every which way for somebody else to sign for it, right? But it just wasn't possible. So a simple prayer, Holy Spirit, 24-7. We want to make this decision. We want to hang here with our daughter, okay, make sure she's settled. And we're going to trust God that that computer is we're going to – not, not, we didn't really, I can't even say it was going to be there, but we just said somehow it was all going to work out. It was out. like maybe okay. the delivery yeah. guy will get stuck and he'll come later. I don't know. Yeah. We, but we literally, guys, I'm telling you, Holy Spirit 24-7, we literally pulled up into our driveway and I saw the box there in our front step there, okay? And literally the driver left the computer there. He needed a signature, but he decided to leave it there. Now, I don't know if that's a liability issue. We don't issue, know anything about But this, all I can okay? tell you is the computer was there. We were able to settle our daughter and get the computer. 
Holy Spirit 24-7. We don't have to wait for the big things in life. Right. right? Practice them on the little things. You know, we, we, we talk about our, 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 our vehicles. We've always leased our vehicles, right? And so... Um, See, this is the thing. Like, you don't have to assume that just because it's the way you've always done it, that it's the way the Holy Spirit's going to lead you this time. So we have always leased, leased vehicles. So yep. we got to the end of our lease, and it's extremely stressful for me because I don't, I don't have time for this. Like, I don't like going and picking another car. It's so stressful for me. I'm like, ugh. Now, let me, just, let me just say this. Now, a lot of people like to go pick other cars and stuff like that. I don't I like said, it. It's a big commitment. But in this household, <laughs> it creates a lot of stress. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, so I was like, I don't care about this. I don't want to do it. And Dino rolls up with, I think we're going to buy these out. Okay. What gave you this idea? We've never bought out a lease before in our 21 years together. Yeah. So are you just copping out because I'm, I don't want to go to the dealership? Like what? So I followed his lead, but I didn't understand what he was saying. I was getting the idea to buy these, the, the lease vehicles out and just own them, buy them outright. Not understanding. I was just getting this idea, and all of, and as we started to dig into it, we realized that we had significant equity in both of our cars. Significant. I mean, really significant. Some of you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know, I know, the Allen family experienced the exact same thing, right? And so we didn't know, but the Holy Spirit was leading me. Where did that come from? I'm telling you, we aren't that good. But I really believe the Holy Spirit drops those ideas inside of us. He drops it inside uh, those how-tos inside of us. And then. It's up to us to act, right? And so, and it's I'm, up to one of us to be quiet about it because I didn't hear. So I was like, "What? Like, all right." So I just stayed quiet. I, I got to tell you, one of the greatest, one of the greatest. I mean, I'm telling you, Holy Spirit, twenty four seven. Where do these things come from? I believe the Holy Spirit puts them inside of us, and He wants to lead us, and He's he probably been leading us more than we even realize. But tell them about the ACT test. You know, I mean. Oh my goodness. Okay, so. Um, one of our kids needed a higher score um, and an ACT, and the only ACT, it was so complicated, it was offered after she graduated. So you can imagine how excited she was to take an ACT after graduation. I mean, just think about seniors and senioritis and just how excited she would be when I rolled out, like, we need to take this ACT one more time. Now, this particular kid had taken the test a lot of times. So she said, so what makes you think that if I take it after graduation when my brain is shut off that it's going to work? I said, I don't know. I just felt really strongly. So she proceeds to go out of town. She goes out of town. She's four hours away. I said, girl, pack your bag up because I'm coming to pick you up. <laughs> so we grabbed her and we had her take the ACT. So imagine, she's out of town. She's been with her friends. This is ridiculous. This makes no sense. She comes back after a four-hour drive. Mm -hmm takes the test and gets the score she needed. That's not possible. That's not a natural situation. That's the spirit of God working alongside her obedience to come back and to take the test again, even so, though she didn't want to. So let's talk about you had this 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 idea to do this, right? Yeah. Where did that come from? You had this idea. It was a big commitment. You acted on it. You were willing to, to do something with it. And here's the deal. That result of that ACT test resulted in a significant scholarship. It's huge. Now, here's the deal. We had the money to pay for her college tuition. We had it. But because this idea, because there were so many learning 
principles here, not only for her, but also for us and watching the Holy Spirit just lead us this way. I mean, everybody profited. She profited because she got the score. We profited because it's costing us less to pay for that tuition, even though we had the money. I'm telling you, Holy Spirit 24-7. Don't just wait for the big things. Wait for the daily things. I mean, depend on him on a daily basis. I'm telling you, write down where you're going to grocery shop or or what you're going to buy at the grocery store, what you're not going to buy at the grocery store. Just because you're accustomed to doing certain things again and again, how do you know that the Holy Spirit isn't dropping something inside you that you don't even realize and he's wanting you to veer because there's something special that he has for you? I'll never forget being in your being in in, uh, uh, in Mexico on a mission trip, and we were there that afternoon. I'll never forget it. And and it was just nothing was happening in this 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 outreach that we were doing. Nothing. It was hot. The kids were complaining. The people we were ministering to weren't receiving. And the Holy Spirit said to me, Dino, do an altar call for healing. An altar call for healing. I mean, I heard. You tried to pack the bus. So I, I heard. I heard here. clear as day. Do his altar call for healing. And so now I got to make a decision. Okay, I, am I going to act on that, or am I just going to just sit on it and just and just wait for those ideas to just go away? Okay, and so because a lot of times that that's what happens. We sit on stuff. Their ideas come. Holy Spirit drops it inside of us, and then we just whisk it away to reason or whisk it away to something else. But I remember sitting there saying, "All right, I'm going to do this," and I took a risk. You have to step out because this is where we're going to talk about now. That idea that God puts inside of you that you don't even realize God's putting that inside you, it just dies if you don't do anything with it. This is the part about being led by the Holy Spirit that most people don't know because you've got to take a step. Mm-hmm. Always remember this. God blesses movement. But it's so scary sometimes. Okay, put yourself in Dino's shoes for this particular story. So he's got complaining youth. Some of you have a few. Of them. He yeah. had 30, yeah. okay? And at this time, you are you don't even have your own kids at this time. No. So he's got other people's complaining youth, okay? It's hot. Yep. They're on this bus. They're, they're unproductive all day. So let's just play this out. So let's pretend like he says, hey, guys, we're going to do an altar call for healing, and no one comes forward. What do you think dinner is going to be like? <laughs> what do you think the ride home is going to be like, right? So you play all this out as you're making your decision to act. And a lot of times we talk ourselves out of these things in the decision time frame. Right. That's what we're trying to get over to here because you're absolutely right. I, I, this war that went on in my head, do I do this? Do I not do this? Do I do this? Do I not it's do this? It's a certain level of fear of man, right? Like you got this peanut gallery behind you. Oh my gosh. There's okay. always a peanut gallery. And listen, the easiest thing is to do nothing. Right. That is the easiest no thing No one to would do. have even known that right. the Holy Spirit told them to do this. Mm-hmm. No the one. The easiest thing is to do nothing, and but God blesses movement. Always remember this. God blesses movement. I love what you say about a parked car. What do you say? We can't steer a parked car, can we? You can't steer a parked car. And I'm like, ob- I don't know, at least pop it into neutral, man. Like, an let's object do in motion can be steered, <laughs> but an object that's still, you can't steer it, right? So as you follow the Holy Spirit and you start moving out on those ideas, I really believe he begins steering. He begins moving because a lot of times people just sit right here and they just overanalyze and overanalyze and overanalyze and never do anything. Okay, but I'm telling you what I found out and just, you know, even even in my relationship with Jeannie and the Holy Spirit 24 seven, you just had to take that step. 
You take an initial step. Start somewhere. You start somewhere. And so I just did. The Holy Spirit said, you know, do an altar call for healing. So I said, okay. I said, does anybody here, you know, need to be healed? Jesus, the healer, is here. It's hot. I got kids throwing up behind me, complaining, okay? <laughs> People want to get on the bus and just go home. And here I am. Jesus, the healer, is here. Did I feel like Jesus, the healer, was there? No. 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 Did I feel like oh, we were going to have this major healing ministry right there? No. I was just obedient to say, all right, the healer is here. And so this, so I'm just I'm out of the corner of my eye. I see this one walk up, and she's she's got this this bandage on her on her uh, on her on this on her right leg. I'll never forget it. And just full of pus, and just it was just gross. And and the leg was twice the size as the other one because it was wrapped, and it, there's a nasty infection this woman had. So she comes limping up, right, to be prayed for. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, good, great job, Lord. You could have sent somebody who has a headache or sinus condition or something like that. You've got to send this person up here with this, you know, this terrible, obvious condition. And so she comes up, and long story short, I just, I, I stepped out in obedience, and I prayed for her by the Holy Spirit's leading. I'm telling you, Holy Spirit 24-7, by the Holy Spirit's leading, I prayed for her. She didn't receive the first time, so I prayed for her again. Think about that. He's already <laughs> out here, right? She doesn't receive. What do you do? Do you get back on the bus? I mean, what do you do? I'm, listen, I'm an object of motion at this point, okay? <laughs> I'm an object of motion, and so I prayed for her a second time, and she didn't receive the second time. <laughs> so then I prayed for her a third time, all right? And then this, on the third time, I just had this understanding to walk with her and to start walking. Remember, an object in motion. And friends, I'm telling you, as God is my witness, as we started to walk, she started to jump and she started to leap. And I watched her leg literally shrink after, after she started walking. And she started leaping and praising God. I'm leaping and praising God. And I'm thinking, oh, Jesus saved the day again. All right. And what was the result? The entire village came out at that point. The entire village came. They wanted to be healed. They wanted to be prayed for. Nobody wanted anything. But when they saw what Jesus did for that person, they all came out. Friends, it all started with something the Holy Spirit put inside of me to do. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is working inside of you right now. I believe he fills us with ideas. He fills us with, with creativity. He fills us with how-tos. We've got to start acting on them, especially in this day that we live in. If he tells you, if you get this idea to drive a different way to work, drive a different way to work. If he puts an idea in your heart to make a certain investment in something, then you should make that certain investment. I'm telling you, Holy Spirit 24-7. And I love what you already talked about. You, you already touched on the biggest obstacle. The biggest obstacle other people's opinion. Other people's opinion are going to be the biggest obstacle as you start to do this. Immediately right? after you have any idea, the first person you tell tells you how ridiculous your idea is every time. I yep. mean, it's in every creative book. It's in everything. Right. So the first thing that comes against us is other people's opinions. So sometimes we don't necessarily need to tell people, just do what you're feeling, what you're hearing. Just do it. Tell them after. Yeah, that's really good. And not, and not only that, so the first obstacle is going to end up being that. Second obstacle is actually going to be the, the thoughts of failing that you're going to get. You'll always receive these thoughts. Oh, my gosh, I'm never going to make this. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to fail. Oh, my gosh, what, what are people going to think about me? All these thoughts of failing. That's part of 
of this process. I, I'm thinking about what Rahab was thinking, right? What was she thinking when she said she agrees to hide these spies? I'm going to fail. The, the, when they come in here to search the house, they're going to find them. And so I'm thinking about Paul and Silas. What are the people thinking? We're going to fail. Is this actually going to work? What are we doing here? I mean, example after example after example, I really believe people fought those thoughts of failing. And so I want you to understand this. And listen, as, as we were th thinking about this, this thought came to us. Fear will always say, don't do it. Faith always says, take a step. Mm. Grace says, I'll cover you if you mess up. Isn't that good? So it takes all three. Fear says, don't do it. Faith says, take a step. Grace says, I'll cover you if you mess up. And that's really good right there, you guys. I'm telling you, I hope you guys get a hold of that and just get that inside of you as you're, as you're following the lead of the Holy Spirit. So what I want you to do is this. I want you to understand this, that the more time that we spend in the Word of God, the more time that we spend listening to messages like this, the more time that we spend in our own personal prayer time is the more we're going to cultivate this understanding, okay? Jesus wants to lead us. The Holy Spirit wants to lead us 24-7, I'm telling you. But the more time we spend in prayer, the more time we spend with Him, the more you're going to recognize His voice, the more you're going to recognize that it's Him putting those ideas inside of you, and the more you're going to recognize and have the courage to step out and to do something. And I, I just you know, believe. We've kind of been telling this in a fun way and just giving fun examples, but the reality is we live in a very serious world. Yeah. For, for other people in other nations right now, it's not a joke. They have to hear, they have to be ready to do, they have to be for their own safety. And we've all been watching the stories, right? The way that we can get ourselves prepared to follow the voice of the Holy Spirit for our own protection, for the salvation of a loved one maybe, whatever it is that's, that God has prepared for you to do, it's in the small things. It's in starting small. It's yeah. in making the most of every opportunity today. It's okay that you're not in an emergency right now. Practice anyway. That's Practice so hearing the voice of God. Practice following Him. Practice building that trust. Trust isn't built in one day. Yeah. Trust is built over time. So, you know, what can we in, in America do right now with some of the things that we're seeing? I mean, are we going to get on a plane and go to Haiti? Are we going to, I mean, what are we going to do? A lot of what we're going to do is we're going to follow the promptings. We're going to follow the voice of the Holy Spirit day by day. The Lord may say to you, send a check to this person. He may say to you, pray for this person. He may, Very good. who knows? Yes. But it comes from obeying the little yeah. things day by day because that, that um, confidence is built as we see, wow, that was God. God's yeah. trusting me. Yeah. What in the world? Right. You know, and once you know that you're partnered with the God of the universe, that he trusts you to partner with him to get a job done, it's amazing the confidence that you'll have to step out the next time. Yeah. You talk about David. You've, you, you know, you have to share that, you know, your heart oh about gosh, David, right? It. You love that. Okay, so, so nobody thanks God for the lion or the bear. Right. Nobody. Nobody's like, you know what, God, thanks so much for sending that lion that almost killed me. Thanks so much for sending that bear. Until you stand before Goliath and then you're like, dear Jesus, thank you so much for the training I had 
with the lion yeah. and the bear. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's a perfect example of the little things, the 24-7, right? Those 24, you know, my faith and my confidence was built when I saw that computer on that doorstep. We were in shock. We were like, should we report this? Like, what should, And then we're like, no, I this mean, is a straight miracle. I mean, like, you've, heard, you've heard us say this. If it matters to you, it matters to God. If it matters to you, it matters to him. It mattered to us that we were there for our daughter. It was her first year, you know, being installed at the college. It mattered for us to be able to be there with her and go through all that transition. And it mattered to God, too. Mm. And he led us. Okay, Holy Spirit 24-7. It, 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 uh, it built my faith and my confidence when I saw my daughter's AT, ACT score go up as a result of all of what we went through. It built my confidence. It built anybody's confidence. It built my confidence when I realized I heard to buy these vehicles out, right? And the, the significant equity that was there in those vehicles, it built my confidence. That's the whole purpose of this. The Holy Spirit wants to build your confidence. The Holy Spirit wants us to have the advantage. The Holy Spirit wants us to have the advantage in ministry, want you to have advantage in your personal life, in your marriage, and your parenting. Friends, parents, specifically parents today, you need to hear the Holy Spirit for direction for your children. Students, you need to hear the Holy Spirit for your career choice or the influence, the friend influence that you have. I'm telling you, I don't know how uh, uh, it wasn't me listening, but I know because somebody else was praying for me. But we talk, we often talk about this, that my upbringing and in, in, in years that were very critical of my life, I didn't realize the negative uh, organized crime influence that I was in. I didn't realize it at the time, but I was in an organized crime influence and the Holy Spirit spared me. The Holy Spirit, moment by moment, without me even realizing it, steered me away from situations that I know would have been destructive for me. And he'll do the same for you. Now, I didn't even understand it was the Holy Spirit. How much more so now? How much more so now that we have a relationship with Jesus, yes. that we have a relationship with God, that we, have, we, have, we can spend time in prayer? I want to I read one more scripture to you guys today before we pray. I believe that, I believe that some of us, we just need to have our, our faith supercharged and wind um, breathe back into our sails for what the Lord wants to do in our life. If you, look, if you listen to the media, you listen to all the reports that are happening right now, okay? I don't even recognize the United States of America. I know a lot of you guys don't even either. The country I grew up in is not the country that we're in this day. We need the Holy Spirit to lead us and to steer us and the different decisions that all of us are going to be facing. All of us. The things that are happening to our country now are affecting all of us. None of us can hide from the things that are happening in our country right now, okay? We need the direction of the Holy Spirit. Now, listen to this. Maybe some of you might practice what the scripture is I'm about to read. Acts chapter 13, verses 2 through 4. This has has to do with the apostle Paul and the direction he received for his ministry. Watch this. One day, as these men were worshiping the Lord and fasting, They were personally worshiping. They were fasting. Maybe some of us need to do a little fasting. Mm -hmm. Maybe some of us need to spend a little time worshiping God. All right. Maybe some of us need to carve out some time to say, okay, these things that we're facing right now are not natural. So I need to do some things different than what I'm doing right now. All right. So what's what they they were worshiping and they were fasting. Listen, I hate the word fasting. (laughs) 
<laughs> I hate this word. In fact, I'll explain maybe later, but I hate this word fasten. But guess what? It's in the Bible. It's a timeless principle that God doesn't change from. There's something about this principle that enables us to be able to hear and receive direction. Now notice what happens here. As they were, as they were worshiping and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, See, while they were worshiping and while they were fasting, they heard the word. They heard the Holy Spirit. Here's what happens when you worship and when you fast. You become more sensitive. Mm -hmm. And the more sensitive you become, the more you are able to hear. And that's what happened over here. The Holy Spirit said, appoint Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I've called them. So after more fasting and prayer, somebody say more fasting, okay? The men laid their hands on them and sent them on their way. And so Barnabas and Saul were sent out by the Holy Spirit. Their ministry, we read about it in the book of Acts. We read about historically what they did was amazing. Their accomplishment was so significant because they were led by the Holy Spirit. And I really believe, Jeannie, that the same Holy Spirit that was leading them is the same Holy Spirit that's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and wants to lead us. And I really believe, if you're, if you're watching today, and you're thinking maybe some of this stuff is just gone over your head, don't, don't, don't let it. I just pray right now that the Holy Spirit will just take what we're saying and, and put it in a way that you can understand. One, that He's probably been speaking to you all along. That He's been giving you direction all along. All right. Holy Spirit 24-7. He's been ministering and speaking more than we realize. Second, that he will give us the courage to act, to take that step. That's where success is when you take that step. When you, when you send that resume or when you make that phone call or when you extend a hand to somebody or when you start a conversation with somebody on the airplane. Okay, when I'm on the airplane, I don't want to talk to anybody. You know, I just got my headphones on and I'm always busy. This is, this is me time. But sometimes the Holy Spirit says, I want you to start a conversation with this person. And you have no idea what that leads to. This person leads to this. This person leads to that. I think about a, a, a certain contractor that, that, that we're working with today who has helped us, but it didn't come because we met them. It, it came because we were bold enough to introduce ourselves to somebody else that we don't even have a relationship with anymore that introduced us to this other guy who's been working for our family for years, right? Friends, I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is leading you more than you realize. And I just believe right now, I feel like the Holy Spirit wants us to pray for you. I feel like so many of us are facing some major, uh, major, major situations that need attention, that need direction, all right? And, and maybe you haven't been practicing Holy Spirit 24-7. That's okay. Don't get in condemnation. But you start today. But I know some, I just feel like there are major decisions that you're facing right now. Uh, and and they're, they're, they're huge. I just am getting this by the Holy Spirit. So we're going to pray for you right now. We're going to pray that the Holy Spirit just does a work inside of you. That the Holy Spirit just continues to minister to you and to speak to you. But let me say this before we pray. The first decision you have to make if you're watching is... Are you a Christian? Are you a believer in Jesus? Because we've read it very clear that the Holy Spirit is God's gift to the believer. 
And if you have never put your faith in Jesus, then you're not living in the advantage that the Holy Spirit came to give you. You're not living in the power. You're not living with access to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the information center of information center. You're not living in that advantage. Why wait? Why don't you just put your faith in Him right now by praying a very simple prayer with me right now and say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I want the advantages of the Holy Spirit. I want to come in to the family of God. I believe Jesus died for my sin and he was raised from the dead to pay for my sin. And right now, I put my faith in Jesus and I receive him as my Savior. Amen. Amen. It's that simple. Friends, I'm so thankful. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, I am telling you, welcome to the family. Welcome to the beginning of life of, of, of advantages that you probably are unaware of. Welcome to the beginning of being placed in a position to where the Holy Spirit will speak to you 24-7. And now for those of you who, so if you prayed that prayer for the first time, do me a favor, type the word Jesus in the chat. I want to send you some more information to help you on your next steps for your life. And I'm telling you, don't miss a, that opportunity to do so, okay? But for those of you uh, who, who are believers, I just believe the Holy Spirit wants to do something special for you guys here today as, as well. I believe some of you, um, you understand that there's a second experience after salvation, which is we call the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I believe some of you already know that. Some of you, maybe you don't know that. In fact, here's what I'm going to do. Actually, I'm going to teach on this next week. Next week, I'm going to actually teach on the baptism of the Holy Spirit, what it is and what it isn't. Because I really believe that this is probably the most critical thing that we can learn in this hour right now. Because the more we understand the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the more we understand how to hear the Holy Spirit, the more we can understand the Holy Spirit 24-7, the more advantages you're going to begin walking in. All right, especially with the life changes that are, that are facing all of us, okay? So I want to pray for you right now. For those of you who you've never received the Holy Spirit, just, it's so simple. All you got to do is ask. Jesus said, would a father give something negative to his child if his child asks for it, right? Our Heavenly Father wants you to have the gift of the Holy Spirit inside of you. He wants you to have it. You receive a measure of the Holy Spirit when you become a follower of Jesus, when you become a Christian. But there is more. There is a second experience I'm going to be talking about in detail next week. But you don't have to wait until next week. You receive it right now. So if you're listening right now, you said, Pastor Dino, I want more of the Holy Spirit. I want to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Then this prayer is for you. And just receive this. Lord in the name of Jesus. Stretch your hand towards the screen. Lord, fill them with the Holy Spirit. Fill them with the Holy Spirit. Let them know, Lord, that they have been filled with the Holy Spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for the deep work that you're doing right now. Oh, the Holy Spirit is healing a broken heart right now. Your heart has been so broken 
over a life change that you didn't see coming. God is healing. The Holy Spirit is going to heal you right now in Jesus' name. I just sense that so strong. Anybody right now that you're struggling with a deep sense of emotional conflict, the Holy Spirit is healing you right now. Come on, just go ahead and receive it. Just receive it. I prayed for a guy just recently who had brain fog. As I prayed for him, the Holy Spirit cleared up his brain fog. Father, I pray that you clear up all brain fog right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that your decisions will be clear. Your decisions will be in front of you and you'll know exactly what to do. That's what I declare. The Holy Spirit's going to make it clear to you. Father, I just thank you and I worship you and I praise you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I believe that the ministry of the Holy Spirit is supernatural and yet natural at the same time. It's not something to be afraid of. It's not something that is it uh, can, can't be understood i believe it's highly misunderstood because of of antics and, and tradition and, and bad teaching particularly but i'm telling you the holy spirit's going to make things very very clear to us holy spirit 24 7 today next week we'll be talking about the baptism of the holy spirit so you don't want to miss it we love you guys we miss you guys so thankful that we were able to do this together gene mm -hmm. You want to go ahead and... So we want to remind you guys every single day, Monday through Friday, we're back here for 7 at 7. If you are feeling like, you know what, I just don't feel like doing 7 at 7, guess what? It's for you. That means that for sure that that day is for you. So log on there, make sure that you're joining that community. Especially right now, a lot of us are just dealing with um, media fatigue. I get it. Yeah. Um, 7 at 7 <clears throat> is not... That's not about the media side of things. The, the Spirit of God and the power of God is flowing through that ministry, and we're just so excited to be a part of it. Um, also, Pastor Ray is still going strong Saturdays. Love you, Pastor Ray. Oh, my gosh, what a gift to the body of Christ. So he's going strong 10 a.m. on Saturdays. Um, he's teaching on prayer. He's praying with the community. If you need prayer, if you need somebody to come into agreement with you, that is your platform, so join us there. You want me to keep going? Yeah. You want me to finish to this thing out? All right. No, so we're so excited. <laughs> we're so excited about what God's been doing in and through Revolution Church, but also just through you. Um, last week we were able to sow into a group. It, it came uh, to us kind of quickly. Um, so we had to make a decision for you, the church, but I think you'll be proud. Um, we were able to partner with YWAM and to get money to Afghanistan. Yes. That's been so heavy on our hearts and I know it's been heavy on yours as well. How in the world do we have people left behind? How in the world do we have Christians so, in this situation? Well, and, and we have to say this because they're, they're fleeing to the hills is what's happening. Christian, Afghan Christians are fleeing to the hills to avoid being detected. And so we have partnered with an organization to be able to get food to them yes. and to help feed these these Christians. This is this is amazing. And there's actually, yeah. you know, there's there's ways where we can be a blessing. Now here's the deal. I don't know about that and you don't know about that, but there's people that God has anointed for such a time as this. And so we were just so blessed and honored to come in contact with them and to be able to sow a seed from Revolution into that ministry as well. And that happens because of your generous giving. So we just wanted to thank you again for your partnership here at Revolution. And let me, let me just say this too. You know, I never get a chance to say this because it's always her job. <laughs> but I am telling you, this is not the time to hold back your investment in the kingdom of God. Well, so I'll say it again. Jeannie and I don't need your money. 
But when, when you sow your seed, God takes that seed and he just does something phenomenal with it. He not only blesses the people that you sent that seed to, but he finds a way to bless you. I am telling you, this is not the time to hold back and investing in the kingdom of God. In fact, I hear God saying, even now, sow the little that you have. Give, invest in the kingdom of God because there's, there is something very, very special happening. So. I personally want to say thank you. So many of you have been so generous. You've been so kind. You get it. You really do. But I want you to get it even more. Follow the Holy Spirit's leading where this is concerned. I mean, when this, when this opportunity was presented to us to be able to give to this group, I mean, it just, we knew instinctively. You know, we didn't hear a loud, booming voice. We didn't hear, see the, the clouds part. Okay, we just knew in here by the Holy Spirit, we need to do something here. And if we do something and you do something and everybody does something, we'll be able to help these Afghan Christians to safety. Not only just sowing a seed to them, but also praying for them. I just want to add this, praying for them that God would protect them, that God would blind the, 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 the evil one from finding them, that, that they would be hidden in, in places of the rock and the secret place where, where they were beyond detection. We have to pray for that. And here's the reason why, and listen, if you don't think this is real, listen, don't think for a second that the, with the changing America, that's in front of us, that this very thing couldn't happen here in our country. So right now is a time to pray. Right now is a time to sow your seed. Right now is to get off the couch and do something. Get on your knees, fast, pray, believe God, because something is happening worldwide. And we need to pray that it doesn't happen here in the United States of America. God only knows what's, what could happen in our country right now with this, all, with this mass evacuation of people that have been transplanted here to America. Have there been evil people that are, that, are, that are part of this process? We don't know, which is the reason why now is the time more than ever to believe for Holy Spirit 24-7. Now is the time to make invest, investments in the kingdom of God because we don't know where this is going. But what we do know is this. We've read the end of the book and we win. So true. So true. So we just wanted to again say thank you for your partnership. You know what? Just like we're asking you to take a step and trust God in your day-to-day -day living, trust the yes. voice of the Holy Spirit. It's the same thing with finances. You know, Pastor Dino and I, we, we love that. We love just trusting God with our finances. Why? Because he's been so faithful yes. in that regard. Yep. Like we didn't start out where we are today. We started out scared. We started and desperate. out right? And desperate. thinking like, oh, this is a big deal, you know? And, but by, by sowing, by giving, by doing the things in front of us to do. We've seen God come through so many times that now it's not even a question. When we hear that prompting, we automatically respond, which has given us great opportunities because a lot of times you don't have time to think a second time. When you hear the prompting, yeah, you have to act. Good. Like you have to be quick on your feet yeah. in a lot of these situations and it puts you ahead of everyone else. Yeah. So that's what we're asking you to do is Trust your inner voice. Trust the voice of the Holy Spirit inside of you in this season like never before. And watch what God does in your life and through you. All right, with that, we're going to say our declaration together. Together. We never get to say it together. I have to say it by myself. Ready? I'm blessed, highly favored, and deeply loved. Have a great week. Love you guys. Hopefully this message was encouraging to you. And if it was, tell a friend. 
And thank you for your generosity. Your generosity enables us to take the message of God's unchanging love all around the world. For more information on how to give and about the ministry, visit us at therevolutionchurch.com. We'll see you right back here next week.